Welcome to ICIT Fellow Insights. My name is Aram Eftakari, a senior fellow at ICIT. Today I'm joined by Cindy Cullen, an ICIT fellow and chief cybersecurity strategist at HPE. Cindy, it's great to have you back. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to uh, to be involved with ICIT uh, events. Great, Cindy. Great. Well, today we're here to talk about ransomware and uh, many of the, the listeners will know that in May of this year, we put out a ransomware report, which started off uh, very strongly saying, uh, and I quote here, that 2016 is the year ransomware will wreak havoc on America's critical infrastructures. And of course, since then, we've seen a massive uptick in reported incidents. And what's really ironic about ransomware, Cindy, as you know, is that cyber criminals have really taken a process that was intended to protect our data, encryption, and they've weaponized it and are using it against us and our organizations. So we're here to talk about uh, this phenomenon, um, first to understand what it is in case people are still confused as to how it works, and then discuss uh, how we can respond to this uh, threat. So Cindy, to start with, can you just describe uh, very briefly for somebody who may not be aware beyond the, the terminology um, level, what exactly is ransomware? So uh, ransomware is a, a, a common uh, destructive uh, computer malware that, that basically is a malicious code that infects uh, a, a user's environment and, and, in, and encrypts the, the data. Uh, and it can do it either at the operating system level or at the file level. And it uh, then pops up a screen that says, hey, uh, I, you know, pay us or you'll never have access to your data again or, or something similar to that. And so then uh, co uh, companies and people are, uh, you know, left with the option to uh, to pay or, to, uh, you know, to, it, they're put in a very difficult situation. Yeah. So how, how are organizations and, 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 you know, networks and or devices uh, being attacked? And what's the primary attack vector that are used to infect these systems? So the primary one is uh, social engineering, uh, uh, the the common phishing attacks where they send uh, an email that looks like you know it's it's from you know some somebody that you know or from a, a safe site, and people are fooled into clicking on that email and uh, infecting themselves. They do also uh, use other uh, techniques, uh, you know, uh, like uh, poisoning the online advertising and uh, free software downloads uh, or the web dr drive-by attacks. And actually, the, the other thing is that this uh, ransomware is constantly changing. So what they're doing today may not be what they're doing tomorrow. So, th so there's no hard and fast rules on, on how it's being distributed. Sure, sure. Now, what does an individual or organization do if they're victimized by ransomware? I know there's a few a schools of thought. Some people say you you should pay. Some people say, well, you shouldn't be put in a position where you do need to pay. So have um, some backups in place. What, what are your thoughts on that that side of the conversation? Well, so so first, uh, the, determine if you're really infected with a ransomware, because there are some scarewares out there that, that make it look like your system has been taken over by ransomware. But in fact, it's, it's really a browser-based attack. And uh, so, so, so don't pay until you really understand what, what has, has been done. And then the, the other thing is to you know, make sure that, that you have uh, 
processes in place to to not have to need to pay. But it but it's interesting that uh, you know if you look at uh, or talk to the FBI, you know their their attitude on whether you should pay or not, and they they um, initially when ransomware came out, they always said don't pay, don't pay. But but now they've really come to the realization that some. Uh, organizations need the data, and they don't have the means to to recover it. And so, uh, the, even the FBI has acknowledged that in some cases it may be, uh, you know, critical to the company that they do uh, pay. But there's no guarantee that once once you pay, that that you'll actually get uh, access to your data. Well, uh, that, that that's actually uh, was going to be my next question. I mean, what if? What if somebody pays and they don't get their data back? What, what, do, what do they do then? Well, in some cases, the, um, the bad guys actually have a help desk and are really in the business of, of, of running ransomware. And so, so they, want, they want to have customer satisfaction. So they, they want that, that you can pay and get your data back so that, that you'll tell your friends when they get infected that, yeah, if you pay, um, you, you'll um, get your data back. Uh, in other cases, the uh, sometimes what happens is organizations like the FBI or legal uh, organizations will remove the servers uh, that that have the keys and the the command and control centers for the ransomware. And so uh, sometimes it's beyond the control of of even the the bad guys as to whether they're able to to restore your data. Yeah, and I think you hit you hit a on a very important point there that that a lot of individuals out there don't, I think, factor in when having these types of discussions is that this is a business. And so uh, ironically, there is, a, um, there is a need to create uh, an, a level of awareness, if you will, that, hey, if you do pay, you will get your data back. And it's almost beneficial for, um, and of course, depending on the motive, uh, you know, we know ransomware can also be used as a diversionary tactic uh, to um, you know, keep the security team busy while the um, uh, the malicious actors exfiltrating data or manipulating data on the back end, but in, in I think most cases, if we're speaking generically, um, it's it's in the interest of the um, adversary to uh, decrypt the file. So as you said, uh, people uh, can in, uh, in a way trust that you know paying will will restore their data. Are, what what you know is there are there ways I should say to uh, decrypt the data without paying? Do you have any examples of that? Well. Um, so, so that's another reason why, uh, when when you get infected, that you really need to look at what what variant you have, because some some variants do uh, do have uh, the ability to be decrypted. So, like uh, Tesla Crypt actually has. Uh, on on the the, the internet a uh, a decrypt uh, capability uh, other uh, um, other ransomwares have uh, decryption tools available through through vendors so uh, knowing w- uh, what you've been infected with is is very important and and others they're they're really um, the level of encryption used is such that uh, you know it's a AES or a, um, RSA 2048-bit encryption, so that it's uh, next to impossible for for your average person to, to decrypt the data. And so, in those cases, if it's critical data that's not backed up uh, and um, critical to the viability of the company, then then it may be necessary to to pay the ransom. Sure. Now, Cindy, let's talk a bit about who's the target of ransomware attacks. Is it 
Um, well, actually, that's that's actually very interesting because it's anybody that has money, you know. So uh, you're you're hearing even more now about you know uh, your grandmother or your your kids are getting uh, uh, hit by by ransomware. Uh, in the past, it had they had primarily focused on businesses uh, and and government entities. You know? So uh, so these days, it's really across the board, um, and the and the sophistication of the of the attacks is getting uh, more more and more. Um, Sophisticated, but you, but you can, um, you know, there's a, there's a whole bunch of common, uh, commonly uh, talked about companies that have have been impacted, you know, especially in the the healthcare space, the um, Hollywood Hospital in California that ended up paying the seventeen thousand uh, dollars ransom. There's the New Jersey. Um, school district that 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 uh, that was impacted. There's a couple of uh, um, police departments in Maine and Massachusetts and Chicago that also didn't have backups and ended up paying. And um, you know, it's a, it's a huge business. There's a, from just one um, malware variant, uh, uh, crypt, uh, crypto wall that they they pulled in $325 million in in 18 months. Uh, just in the United States alone, and so th- this is a huge business for for the, for the the malware users. Also, that there there's a ransomware as a service, so so the the bad guys don't have to be sophisticated; they can just go out and purchase that service and and use it. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's. I think I think uh, us on the um, in the industry side. The more you, you you do the research and you look at it, it's scary how easy it is and how um, how uh, um, service oriented uh, these types of attacks are becoming. So the you, as long as you have some intent and uh, motive and and a little bit of money, you can actually get into this business, and it's uh, it's quite scary. Well, but the, but then the um, the the converse is true too that the the. You know, as as this becomes more commonplace, then the uh, business uh, really becomes aware of how how it needs to protect itself in order to uh, to not be impacted. And uh, a lot of it is really just good uh, cyber hygiene. You know, to, uh, I think one of the, the the main strategies is to limit the scope of the attack, so that you know if you do simple things like make sure that you know, uh, least privilege is implemented, so only uh, admin is allowed. Uh, you know, uh, when necessary, uh, people only have access to the data that they absolutely require access to. You know, so so some of these simple things can can make a huge difference in in the uh, the the impact and the ability of of companies to to prevent and recover. Sure. Talk a bit about the. Um, uh, you mentioned this earlier, uh, backing up your data uh, as a, um, uh, you know, and how that relates to to ransomware and, and how organizations are, um, you know, what what they're doing right and and possibly unfortunately after they are victimized by attack and they go back and think they're they're uh, fully backed up and not, you know, what mistakes have they made and 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 what do they need to do to to uh, avoid that situation? Well, so. Number one is that there's a absolute need to have the the regular backups of the of the environment, and and this is true for your personal devices as well as for 
the, the businesses. And these attacks are going against mobile devices as well as uh, laptops and, uh, and the business. And so the, it's critical to back up any, uh, any and all important data. And the, uh, the, the, the true critical applications, what, what, what you're now starting to see large businesses do is to actually set up a tertiary air gap environments that have uh, uh, you know, the, uh, fully redundant uh, air gapped environments that include uh, infrastructure and Active Directory and malware detection capabilities so that the, 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 there's a less probability that that environment will, will be uh, impacted. So the, the challenge with the backups is that the, the uh, malware developers are, are you know, learning to, to adapt. So, so what some, some of the, the newer malware is doing is actually um, hiding on the servers for some time and then uh, uh, in, encrypting the data with the key, the key in place and the waiting for the backups to roll off. So then once the, let, let's say you have a, uh, a one week uh, backup process so, so they, the, they'll in, infect the server, wait, wait a month, and then, um, and then take the key off the server. So then, then the environment is encrypted, and the backups are, are useless. So, so it's very much, you know, the typical cat and mouse. Yeah. Um, so, you know, on that note, what resources are available to organizations who are looking to uh, ensure that um, they are uh, properly positioned to uh, come out of a ransomware incident unscathed? Well, so there's a, um, a lot of, of uh, information out there that to, to assist in, in, in ensuring that the environment is, is uh, you know, more resilient to, to an attack. You know, the, I guess I'd, I feel I would be remiss if I didn't mention this. So one is to uh, implement multi-factor authentication across the board. If you have a Gmail account, if you have uh, access to servers, especially to admin rights, uh, multi-factor authentication is absolutely critical. Um, the, uh, there's uh, the, the need to be able to, to protect against the, the malware and then to detect and analyze uh, potential uh, infestations. And then also uh, very important is to have the incident response plan in place so that uh, everybody knows what to do when it happens. Um, and, and a lot of these uh, uh, processes uh, and there's uh, tools and techniques and checklists available uh, online um, the, the the ICIT report is, is a good a good report there's the the FBI has uh, has a lot of information out there the Small Business Association and you know your local um, state uh, security cybersecurity and uh, communication integration cells, they also have uh, information available on how, how to protect. And also they, they provide reports on, you know, new variants and, and what's happening. So if you have an interest in the, in the area, you can, there's, there's a lot of a very interesting reading out there. Absolutely. Well, Cindy, thanks so much for taking time to speak with us today about this. Uh, unfortunately, I believe this is a 
uh, a topic that will continue to make headlines as these uh, incidents grow and, and as you mentioned, as the adversary adapts to the techniques that we're uh, developing and implementing to protect ourselves. So I'm sure we'll have this discussion again in the near future, and I, I look forward to it. Uh, yes, it's unfortunate that uh, uh, they they do seem to at, at the moment to be winning, and uh, but I have the utmost uh, confidence in our uh, the security personnel uh, at companies and in the government that will you know get a, get ahead of this game and uh, and be able to you know adequately protect the the infrastructure. One hundred percent, couldn't agree more. Cindy, thanks so much for your time, and thank you to the listener. And, and Cindy, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, take care. Thank you. Sure. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.